Well, no, you have to, if a girl comes over, then you definitely want the fancy glass Tupperware. That's like, that that makes you look like really together. Um, I'll tell my dad that. Hey, dad, thanks. You helped me look together when I brought a girl over. <laughs> I look like an adult. We're getting really hot and heavy. And she said, whisper something crazy in my ear. And I said, I have glass Tupperware. Straight up. If I was at a guy's house and he had glass Tupperware, he's getting it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the mark of like an adult man. Like, but yours, as you admitted, has Star Wars on it. So you it's automatically. Got no, it's got Star Wars off. Christmas stuff. It's like Chewbacca with a Christmas hat. Points stuff like deducted. That. Points deducted. No. <laughs> I can't win, man. <laughs> hey. Hey, you. Did you know that there were 10,297 balloons animated for Up? Did you know that Bill Murray was one of the original actors considered for the 1989 Batman? Did you know that we have a Patreon? <laughs> well, check it out. You can find it in the links inside the episode descriptions or at our official website. It's a great way to support the show and even get yourselves shouted out at the end of every month. It really helps us out and we are eternally grateful to each and every one of you that supports us. But for now, honestly, I really hope you just enjoy this episode. Christmas episode, first of all, but before we even get into that shit, I want to thank each and every goddamn one of you. We hit 6,000 total downloads since the start of this show, and it is all because of you guys. I love each and every one of you so much. Thank you so much for the support this year. We're so stoked about growing the pod and just like, we love doing this. Like, we just do it because it's fun. And when we started this off, I said, if we have like 15 people who listen to us regularly, I'll be happy. I just want, yeah, I just want it to not be ridiculous that we keep doing it. Right. I want it to not be sad. And it's definitely not sad. <laughs> um, so I, I really, really, really thank all of you guys for listening. Um, if you want to see, like fancier stuff from us in 2023 sign up for the patreon um we would love to get after effects and some other cool stuff so we can maybe get on youtube so any support you guys want to throw our way is awesome but thank you mm. so much for all the listens and for being fans because it's just the best this is the most fun it ever is. And we're glad that other people enjoy it as well we are and i think that's like a that's i think that's a big part of why i haven't been discouraged or gotten away from this is because i love getting to talk movies with you i love getting to spend time with with you and and knowing that you guys are out there like sw pants swear to god dude you are my best friend like i love responding to you on instagram (laughs) it is it is seriously some of my favorite time spent throughout my day is reading when you go through it send us feedback yeah 2023 is going to be lit it's honestly 2023 is going to be primarily 1995 so we'll just go with that Um, it's very true 2023 yeah. is the year of 95. The year of 1995. <laughs> Take that out of context. Um, but yeah. yeah, we're here for the for the holiday episode. I'm so excited. Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. I hope everyone's having a great 
a great run of it so far. Um, Hanukkah starts on Sunday and then Christmas the following weekend and just all kinds of exciting stuff. I hope everyone has like snow and presents and all there was snow on my neighbor's house this morning. There wasn't. I'm not going to lie. There, there was, wasn't. it was, no, there was, I swear to God. There wasn't. It was I didn't 30, have the heart. It was 32 degrees. It wasn't snow, honey. I'm sorry. I didn't have the heart to I tell you. I should have taken a picture because so you pissed me off so bad. You did. Oh, was that, was it Matt's picture that I saw? Not yours. That wasn't you. That was not mine. Okay. No, that was a hundred percent Matt. And Matt, okay, I okay, love okay. you okay. from the That's day I met you at sixth grade camp, bro. But that was not snow. No, okay. <laughs> Okay, so that's the picture that I saw. Okay, Matt had no, a wild No, that was frost. not my yard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matt had a light frosting and was like, it snowed. I swear I could see it. And I'm like, honey, no. So, all right. I believe you, Scott. If you, I, I thought that was the picture. I thought that was you because I wasn't looking. No. <laughs> I was no. like, no, it wasn't. Um, I don't even have snow and I'm in a place where that actually happens. So A um, lot. Yeah. Yeah, but- I can't believe you don't have snow. What the fuck? It has snowed a couple times. It just hasn't stuck, and it's not that cold. Um, it's actually it's that cold. It's just not that wet. Um, it's been in drought. Yeah, because of global warming. Vote Democrat. Um, <laughs> we're nothing if not consistent here. <laughs> the primaries start in six months. Scott, get oh ready to start gearing up now. <laughs> I wish the boys would come back. <laughs> I know and speak to us about politics. It's all right. Handmaid's yeah. Tale is out. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about this. So let's talk about what we're doing tonight as we are now seven are minutes into tonight? nothing. Yeah, um, for real. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. So for those who were with us last year, you know that our Christmas tradition is to take a Christmas or holiday movie that there are many of and do kind of an extravaganza. So last year we did many, many versions of uh, A Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. We did four versions, actually. This year we're going to do The Grinch, which is very exciting. So tonight Uh we're going to talk about the Dr. Seuss original book, which for all intents and purposes is the original um. 1966 yeah. animated TV special. So we're going to talk about that. Um, that one is directed by Chuck Jones and Ben Washman, narrated by Boris Karloff. We're also going to talk about the, I know I said it without stumbling. We're, we're going to talk about oh. the 2000 live action, which is directed by Ron Howard, starring Jim Carrey and Taylor Momsen. Uh, and we're going to talk Momsen. about, Oh, me too. Um, we're going to talk about the 2018 computer animated directed by Yaro Chesney and Scott Mosier and starring Benedict Cumberbatch. So those are the versions of the Grinch that we're going to talk about. Those are, except for the musical, all the versions of the Grinch. Um, and it's our first time doing Dr. Seuss too, which is fun. We haven't it talked is. about any Seussy. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually very excited about that. If you guys know anything about me, uh, which you should by now, um, one of my favorite stories growing up was, oh, the places you'll go. Uh, and when I was in 10th grade, the last day of school before summer vacation that led into my junior year, my algebra teacher recited the entire, oh, the places you'll go from wow. memory. And I was just like, bro, what the fuck? Where has this been all year? Who the shit gives a crap about math? But I love, I, yeah, I was like, dude, can you just do that all the time? I love Dr. Seuss. I love Horton Hears a Who. I love the Lorax. The Grinch is like one of the best stories about Christmas ever. 
for sure. And we're going to tell you why. Yeah, we are. But first, we're going to tell you what it's about. Oh, the places you'll go, though. I'm like, I concur. That's the Mm -hmm. best. uh, That's a good one. My mom gave me a copy of that when I graduated high school and um, and moved overseas. Everybody does. Yeah. But I was like, I held on to that one tight when I moved across the ocean. Hell yeah. I was like, okay, (laughs) here we go. I gave it to Peyton for her. um, Did you? It was supposed to be for her high school graduation, but it took me so long to come up with what I wanted to write and end as a message to her because I love her so much uh, that I didn't get it to her till she turned 20. Uh, because and I wrote that in the book. I was like, this is how long it took me to put my love for you into words. You're now 20 years oh old and I'm giving you this. Peyton, <laughs> it probably would have taken me twice as long because I love you twice as much. But I you know. don't know about that. I'm like, she's my girl. My, babes, mm-hmm. my baby sister. She's oh my, my God. little sweetie. All right. Anyway, I'm like, we can. Anyway, so I don't even love Amanda that much. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. You're all right. Let me let me hit you with a plot. Yeah, Amanda's fine. She's <laughs> yeah, she's whatever. Yeah. I'm like, and, you know, shout out to my actual sister. Um, <laughs> Real family. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Sick of Christmas and loud noises and all those damn kids on his lawn. The Grinch devises a plan to steal Christmas. What an asshole. Will his heart grow big enough in time to return Christmas to Whoville? Totally. But it doesn't matter because all he stole was stuff and Christmas about is about what's in your heart. Mm-hmm. Makes you feel real good. <laughs> Grinch is so, so, so sweet. It is. It's very sweet and it's so cheesy. But at like the end of the day, like this is just a very like cheesy story. And I think that's why it's like so I think I think that's why it's endured so long. Is it is yeah. it is just like a very cheesy, very simple. You learned your lesson. You're a better person. Story. Yeah, and I'm and fucking here for it. Yeah, I love it. So you can stream these. The original 1966 is on Peacock. It's also on YouTube. Like you can watch a solid version. Yeah, you can watch. It's like no what problem. twelve minutes. Yeah, it's about twelve. So that one's on YouTube. The 2000 version is on HBO Max, and the 2018 you kind of can't get anywhere, but you can rent it on mm-hmm. Amazon. Yeah. Which is weird because you would think it'd be everywhere right now. It's we're going to talk about it because it was weirdly unsuccessful, which I don't think I understand. So, yeah, it is weird that that's not really anywhere, but there it is. Um, Let's go to the timeline. We need to pull out Miss Minutes for this one uh, because we're going to be in the chat a little bit. Yeah. In 1966, we're going to do a little bit of historical context of where all these movies came out. Um, Americans protest the Vietnam War. It's the year of the Aberfan disaster in in South Wales, which fans of the crown will recognize. Um, But that was Mm -hmm. a a horrible thing that happened in Aberfan. Um, Batman starring Adam West and Star Trek both premiere on TV. Let's go. You want to give us 2000? I would love to. Holy shit. In 2000, Bush versus Gore ends with a recount in Florida. The first crew of the ISS arrives in space. Tiger Woods becomes the youngest player ever to win a Grand Slam. Mad cow disease sweeps Europe. I actually also remember that. I was like, in Europe weirdly, when it happened. I remember so that. That's crazy. I definitely remember that. I was in London when that happened. 
and Vermont legalizes same-sex civil unions. Good for you, Vermont. Go, Vermont. Yay, Bernie Sanders. This is the farthest into the future we have gone on this show. It is probably some of the most modern shit we've ever talked about. Because we never talk about the timeline when we, yeah, because we don't do timeline stuff when we do modern movies. Like when we do Black Panther, we're not talking about like the year is 2022 and the, right? So, (laughs) right now in your life, right now, currently, the historical context of the movie that came out this weekend. Uh, no, but yeah, so the 2018 version, this is the furthest Miss Minutes has ever taken us in the future. Uh, the Me Too movement gets started. Brett Kavanaugh is nominated to the Supreme Court amid contentious hearings. Uh, American Meghan Markle is married to Prince Harry. And both Sears and Toys R Us go bankrupt. God, that feels like a lifetime ago. Rotten Tomatoes. This is some... It's all uh, over the place. Yeah, tell us about this. Okay, so the only one that genuinely makes sense to me is the 1966 one. 100% on the tomato meter, which if you guys remember a couple weeks ago, we were talking about movies that are 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and I didn't even think of this. I would never have thought of that. I wouldn't think this was 100%. Like, I'm not mad about it. That's what I'm saying. Like, why? It's crazy. Because it's just kind of like the perfect old movie, I guess. Yeah, nobody has anything bad to say. Uh, and that's the critics. That's like it has a 95% yeah. audience score. Yeah, audience score is lower. I think yeah. it's like a classic kind of thing. Like it was the first Dr. Seuss movie we'd ever gotten, like even broadly animated. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense. Uh, 2000s was a 49% on the tomato meter and a 56% audience score. So it's another Jim Carrey movie back to back that shit the bed. Yeah. And <laughs> in the hard way. Yeah. And then this is the one that blows my mind. I Yeah, this, I, because I, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. 2018, 59% on the tomato meter and 51% audience score. And this uh, was like, not a bad movie. No, it wasn't. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I didn't see this when it came out because it was the year of our Lord 2018 and everything was horrible. And the idea of going to see that movie, honestly, was just like a joke to me. Like yeah, I and no, I fun. love the Dr. Seuss animated movies, which we'll talk about more as we get into the, as we drag this on into the heat death of the sun. Um, yep. but I <laughs> I really like the Dr. Seuss movies. I really like animated movies. I really like the Grinch. I have I am a really, really, really big fan of the Grinch. I didn't like the Jim Carrey. I've been wanting them to redo it for years and years. And I was so fucking depressed in 2018, I couldn't bring myself to go see this movie. So this was the first time that I'd seen it because I just was like, fuck you and fuck your Christmas and fuck everything. Like it was that was a bad it was not my best year, to be fair. There was a lot of stuff that happened in my personal life that wasn't great. But also in the world, nothing was going well. into 2018 sucked. So here we are. (laughs) <laughs> I just can't believe that I, like this is the what I'm saying is this is the first time I'd seen that movie and it was my favorite of the versions yeah the that's what I don't original. get I loved it, it I thought like, it was fantastic all of your notes for this one were banging I loved they were, it they were top drawer for all of this stuff love you Matt um, and, <laughs> and people fucking hated it yeah I don't get it maybe it was one of those things like people felt they didn't need it which I don't get because the last one we had before that was 24 years ago this movie should have been released directly to our televisions at home during the pandemic. That's we would have everyone would have loved Ooh, it so much if this had come out yeah. two years later. Winter, uh, actually, sorry, three years later because Christmas 
right before 2020. It would have been last year. Yeah. No, it could have been Christmas so been, of 2020, right before 2020. It would have been 2020 because we still were in the thick of all this. Yeah. Um, that would have been great. People would have loved this if it was just delivered straight to their homes while they were stuck at home at the pandemic and we all got a new Grinch mm-hmm. movie. But in 2018, nobody, I don't think we had the bandwidth for happiness. I, I really don't think don't. we did either. Um, yeah. At least I didn't. So awards, nothing of nothing. note for the 66 or the 18, but the 2000 version actually won the Academy Award for Best Makeup and was nominated for Best Costume Design and Best Art Direction, Set Direction. Yep. Which I hated the way that movie looked, so I can't believe it got that. Dude, it it literally is the perfect example of if you took Dr. Seuss and made it real life. But that turns out to be gross. Yeah, no one wants to actually see that. No. Like, why do their noses look like that? Why do all of the buildings not, like... <laughs> like, why are all the buildings lopsided and leaning and the stairs don't make sense? And the cars don't make sense. And like the fact that it's practical effects, like there yeah. isn't it, like makes it even worse. <laughs> it's funny. Like, don't get me wrong. There are hilarious parts of this movie, but the fact that they have things in real life in the style of the art is just off-putting. It's it just was weird. Not my favorite. I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, Here's the weirdest part of all this to like close the sleep on the timeline. Like there, like there is a reason that we're actually doing the timeline this time because it's fucking weird. Yep. The the top grossing movies of nineteen sixty six. It was the Bible. Is a film that the I Bible no existed. We must not have done an episode with a movie in sixty six because I don't remember that. In two thousand, fucking The Grinch was the top grossing movie domestically. Like, and it. Yeah. T- Hanked Rotten Tomato. Like, it sucks. People hated it. But it won Academy Awards, and it was the top grossing film of the year. And I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I went to see it. I was really excited when that movie came out. Like, I was stoked to see a live-action Grinch, because I love the Grinch. Oh, yeah. But... And the Grinch is just a cool concept, like this fucking asshole. Like, I... It's... And it's... (laughs) We're gonna talk about it, but... Fucking weird that it wins highest... It's the highest grossing film of the year. And then in 2018... Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I just, I want to let you guys know, to give you reference for what else came out in 2000, fucking X-Men came out in 2000. Castaway came out in 2000. How did this movie become the top grossing movie of the year? I just, that's, that's insane to me. That's, I actually thought that this was a mistake when you first posted this. Uh, American Psycho came out in 2000. What is happening right now? Because everybody and their literal mother went to the fucking theater at Christmas. That's what happened at the end of the yeah, year. Everybody went to see this movie at Christmas. And it's it's just insane. Like, I can't believe it made that much money. And then it was just so bad. And and maybe maybe that's part of why no one went to see it in 2018. Because they were like, we all spent our money on that. Garbage. Yeah, they're like, we've done this before. We're all out of goodwill and fortune for humanity. <laughs> Fuck everybody and everything. It's 2018. We've got to let that go, man. <laughs> in 2018 however uh the top grocer was black panther just topping infinity war by like a bombay indeed uh so that's cool because now there's a new black panther so let's let's get out of the timeline an hour into this episode get out of here When it comes to movies like this, and we did this with uh, The Christmas Carol, I think the most important thing to 
start with is this is a very classic tale. It's the whole reason that we're doing this episode. This is a very large impact on the pop culture zeitgeist and just the world in general. The legacy of this story is seen in just about every Christmas tale since 1966. There is some kind of fucking nonsensical reference to the Grinch in some way in almost every Christmas movie, whether they call somebody a Grinch or they talk about stealing presents or just some little girl saves the day. I don't know. I haven't seen all 8,000 of the Hallmark Christmas movies, but I'm assuming. (laughs) Or like, like cutting the roast beast. Like these things are just part of the vernacular, right? It's just part of our lives. Um, And they all come. You call people a Grinch. You just call call people people a Grinch. Well, and isn't it funny that like, I don't, I don't really care to speculate on whether this is intentional on the part of Dr. Seuss, but like Grinch, like ending in CH, like there's a lot of words that mean like you're an asshole, like bitch that end in Mm -hmm. CH and like you're a Grinch or a bitch or a grouch or there's so many, I think grouch is actually probably where Grinch comes from. Probably grouch. That's probably Um, why he's green. But yeah, right. Like I think I think it's probably comes from Grouch, not bitch. But I do like how much I that, choose like, to believe it was bitch. This bitch, <laughs> the Grinch is like such a bitch, though. She like <laughs> yeah, it's true. Grinch, please. But yeah, it really permeates in everything. And like you said, it's not even necessarily where there's a direct reference to it. But anytime that there's like rhyming at Christmas, anytime that there is stealing presents or impersonating Santa. Uh, or like you said, cute little kids saving the day that all kind of comes from here. And it's part of the fabric of Christmas and of society and of the holidays. Like it's really built in. And a cup, I think there must be a million Christmas episodes oh, of something so that are based on the Grinch. I, I couldn't find like a comprehensive list, but I know that like any show we watch, there's bound to be references, but the, the really yeah. good one is South Park's Woodland Woodland The Critter Woodland Christmas. Critters. Hell Yeah. Yeah, because that's a direct Grinch ripoff, right? Um, yeah, it is. It has, it's the same rhyming scheme, and it has the lions living up on the top of the hill, and the the whole thing is it's the Grinch, um, <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious. If you haven't seen Woodland it Critter is. Christmas, I love that please episode. do. Yeah, and then go watch Imagination Land where they make a cameo appearance. Um, <laughs> the other Your one is getting ripped by Christmas critters. <laughs> <laughs> oh look they look so nice and it's like it's like uh what's the show that they're ripping on in imagination land it's encounter no it's the show that they go through the portals to different worlds stargate yeah it's stargate <laughs> it's a stargate yeah. reference on the other side. have you guys so thought funny. about sending <laughs> have you thought about sending kurt Ru- or russell kurt russell we yeah, did it again too by christmas Kettle. <laughs> try again try again and edit Ritters. yeah no, I'm not doing it anymore. I don't Aww. care. <laughs> the other one that everybody knows and that we just reviewed, so go back to that episode that has yeah. a lot of elements. So this is the Nightmare Before Christmas in terms of like replacing the presents and faking Santa. And it it is my pervasive headcanon that the scene where Jack Skellington is actually in Christmas Town and he's like looking and seeing what Christmas is about. Oh yeah. I very much headcanon that to be Whoville. Like, there's no question in my mind that Whoville That'd is That'd be where lit. Is. I'm not going to lie. Over. That would be sick as fuck if that Disney was legitimately have the rights. true. It's no, they don't, rights. and I don't care, but they that'd be so cool. Do it. They couldn't actually do it. But in my head, it's absolutely Whoville where he goes. Yeah, that would uh, be awesome. Yeah. Um, and then 
it's the three movies we're doing. We just talked about all that. The book came out in 57, right? Then the mm-hmm. animated TV special in 66, the live action in 2000. There's a Broadway show that came out in 2006 and then the 2018. Um, so decent amount of, of Grinch. Um, who I don't do get think- the need for a Broadway show, but then again, this is also the same thing I said when they were like, hey, we should make Shrek a musical. And I'm like, everything's right. a musical in the 2000s. Yeah. Everything. Mean yeah. Girls is a musical. What? Like, yeah. On Broadway. I don't understand my world anymore, man. Sorry, Hamilton also exists. Uh, actually, I've heard I the Mean Girls there. musical is good. So <laughs> I'm sure it is. That's what's so fucking frustrating, man. Like, oh, I love I'm sure Broadway. it is really good. Hey, when I unrelated, but um, when I'm on the East Coast, you should come visit and we should take the train to New York and we should go see a show. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't say we should just say that's what we're doing. Cause you haven't been, have you been in New York city? Have you been on Broadway? Yeah, you I saw Lion King on Broadway. Broadway. Oh, okay. Oh, so did I. All right. Well then maybe if you've done that already, then maybe we'll skip the train and we'll just go see a show in Boston. No, we should third act or second act spam a lot where you sneak in with the crowd. Oh, we could do that. Yeah. I'd be down. Um, who do you think looks the best of these movies? And uh, for listeners, if you guys want to see some of the aesthetic from this, it is in our show notes. So sign up for the Patreon and you can get access to the show notes and we have all the images to go along. Very, very true. Um, I'm going to tell you who doesn't look this, the like who looks the I would approach you on the street level is 2018s. Like in a good way? There's, like a, like, I'm like in a good way. Like, like I'm not scared of you. Like, <laughs> like a there's dumb nothing. Knocking a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, there's nothing menacing about it. He just looks like a disgruntled Sesame Street character. (laughs) (laughs) He genuinely just looks like Oscar the Grouch's brother came to town and was like, Larry. (laughs) I think that's in line with his character, too, because ultimately we really need to be able to sympathize with him probably more than the others, the way that that storyline goes that we'll talk about. So I agree. He's definitely the the cutest and cuddliest and the nicest looking. I really like the way that Illumination's handled. I do. I love the way they handle Dr. Seuss's animation movies. Yeah, I think it looks really, really good. Like, Seuss belongs in CG. It should, like we said, it looks weird in live action with practical effects. It should so, be computer graphics and, uh, yeah. yeah. So that's what I was going to, so that secondly, if we're going from like one to four, um, in terms of best to worst or least in, scary in ter- to scam, like, I don't <clears throat> least know scary to you, holy shit. Why are you in my house? Looking for, right? Like, yeah, yeah. it depends on what your goal is. <laughs> um, le- second least scary is Jim Carrey's. And the only reason that it would be scary is like he does a really good job with the smile. And when he does need to be imposing, it is pretty fucking scary. Where he actually does get like aggressive and like dark. And yeah, so then I'm like, okay, that, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. I think kill it with fire to the Jim Carrey look. I, yeah, I, I figured. Like, it's, you're right, though. I agree with your your evaluation of it, though, that like he is kind of nice looking when he needs to be nice. Like it's believable that you could forgive this yeah. guy, right? Like, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's also like 
really oh disturbing God. and horrible. Like he, no, Carrie turns the scary on. I actually get why they won the Academy Award for makeup because he. Looks oh, I do great. too. Absolutely, the he rest looks of great. The movie, however, yeah. kill it with fire. Everything else in this film, kill it with fire. But Jim yep. Carrey is not horrible. I would agree. It's not my favorite, but it works. Yeah, uh, and then <clears throat> second most scary is going to be the '66 animation. The curling of his face, the like creepy pencil lining and drawing, the way he snakes his way around the house. Yeah, that's just off-putting as fuck. Um, I agree. He's pretty creepy and menacing. For sure. Yeah. And I know what you mean, the way uh, he slides around the house and stuff. Like, yeah, he's definitely scary. But he's got that sort of fluffy animation enough that, like, yeah. to like be still somebody you might consider forgiving at the end yeah right? like you would still like pinch his cheeks or be like huh, like yeah i guess you like, like learned your lesson come on in or whatever fuck no to the book one to the but yeah this is what i'm saying absolutely not dude the book is really scary like the dude. book one is like it's and, all yeah. black and white lines it's the only color is the the red jacket in his like, fucking eyes his eyes and the interior of the refrigerator from which he's stealing the roast beast and like yeah this dude you know what this reminds me of okay. uh, and it's gonna take me on my little mini spiel on this Hooray. it remind it reminds me of the cheshire cat Ooh, the, the original cheshire cat in the yeah and, for those who have not heard the Alice in Wonderland episode, I love the original, like the creepiness of the original book and the illustrations that are with it and how like mm-hmm. deeply disturbing and terrifying it is. And I feel the same way about this. And this is why the Jim Carrey one disappointed me when it came out and why I was like so excited because the Grinch was a book that I was enamored with because I was like, there is something deeply fucked up happening here. And I wish someone would yeah. explore it because what in the name of God is the Grinch. And can someone no, dude, like, please like... explain further? And I, I always wanted a like silence of the lamb style suspense thriller of the Grinch. Like I want someone to do something fucked up with the Grinch. This, I want the same thing for, for uh, sorry for Harry Potter. No, I want the same thing for <laughs> Alice in Wonderland and Peter. Oh yeah. I mean, there's video games that make Alice a, a rated R game, but. No, I I think that this is one of the only Dr. Seuss movies that I would be like, yeah, 100%, this should be a scary movie. This this absolutely should be like a dark, twisted Christmas tale. Yeah, not like a gremlin style or like no jump scare and not like this like poo monstrosity that makes me really upset that it's coming out. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I forgot about that. that. Not okay with that. Um, I'm still gonna see it, man. I'm not. I like wish you well. I refuse. But I. I know. I uh yeah. I'm like don't just no. They can't. That's not okay. I don't (laughs) care that it's now in the public whatever public domain. I'm like don't do that to Pooh Bear. But I and that's not what I would want for the Grinch either. Like not gory. Like like suspense thriller. 
like oh right. my god he's like almost supernatural house. level like yes like a creepy like a stranger things like you don't see the shot yeah. but it's fucking in the house stealing the rose beast and like what is it and why i would like a, a grinch story told not from his perspective where it's like the purge like everyone has to lock up at christmas because the grinch oh because of him like, yeah that'd like, be yeah sick. like i want to see some shit i want to or or it's like a great christmas and then like weird stuff starts happening and no one knows what it's about. And they're like, it's okay. We're still going to have Christmas. Everything's fine. We're going to do the big celebration, but like low key, the Grinch is like there. I don't, I just. Dude, you need to watch the movie Krampus. Uh, do I though? Chris, I think I've yeah. seen that and I don't think it's very good. It's from the same guy that did gremlins. Yes. Yeah, and it's, that's basically what it's about is like this kid uh, is going to send a letter to Santa and then he doesn't, he rips it up. <clears throat> and so Krampus finds out about it and ruins this kid's life. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to watch it. And and also we're do we're gonna do we have a request the timeline for Gremlins two. So look out Gremlins for that two, time. the new batch. Let's go. Yeah, we have a request the timeline for that. So if you guys want to see some like crazy shit, request the timeline. Um. Anyway, yeah, I agree. I think the scariest one is definitely the book. The best one is yeah. definitely the twenty eighteen. Um. How about adaptation wise? Who do you think? Who do you think nailed this? Uh, and and what's the definition of nailing it in this case? As we just talked about the version of the Grinch that I want. <laughs> you know what's funny? Like about this is I genuinely can't. I don't feel like this should be allowed to be included. Like the 1966, I don't think should be allowed to be included in the adaptation because it's literally just a copy. Yeah, it is. It's it's a little bit more. So I think we said earlier that the 66 was 12 minutes. We had that mixed up. The yeah. book is a 12 minute read. It's a 12 minute audiobook. Um, oh, right. Which I paid two dollars for, like really happily. Hell I was yeah. like, yeah, like I so um, 12 minutes for the book, 26 minutes for the TV special. 26 and a lot minutes of that, for the special. Uh, okay. Pretty sure a lot of that is credits and singing. Mm -hmm. like so it's twice as long so it's not exactly just a carbon copy but it's fucking close like it it's it's only narrated it's just reading the book over the animation we've all seen the grinch we don't need to explain that to people you guys know what that movie is right yeah <laughs> everybody's been here before yeah all the way down to that last can of who hash which Ooh hash who hash appears in every version it does it's very mm -hmm. true Each very much like uh one. the sliding in Christmas Carol. Remember, there was like a couple things that were like, this stays through every. Oh, yeah. Like, in every single in book, one. And it makes it into every iteration of it. So, yeah. same with the sliding on the ice and all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I, This is where it becomes like a problem and a personal preference, honestly, because each, if we're excluding 66, then yep. 2000 and 2018 tell wildly different stories yeah they do like obviously the the premise is the same this dude fucking hates christmas but the reasons it's the 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 relative similarities stop there yeah the themes of the two movies are really really different even though the the and we're gonna talk in at length about this but the pervasive theme of the story is that christmas isn't about stuff it's about love and people and yada yada right it's um, not about material things and i think that's why i can't say which has the best adaptation because it's n consumerism is not a thing in the 66 one 
It's not. They don't talk about it really at all. They don't talk about the kerfuffle of buying things and like, you know, everybody's about like 99% off for the next five minutes kind of stuff like that. And that's really all the 2000s is about. We'll talk about this. I'll talk about this more, but I think the the original does say it at the end because it spells out the meaning of Christmas. Because the whole thing is that it's a dramatic irony. It's like a, in the book, it's a surprise for the Grinch that Christmas. It is about that because the Grinch goes into his plan saying Christmas is about stuff. So I'll take all the stuff and then there won't be Christmas. And then Christmas happens anyway. And he's so moved by the fact that it's not the stuff that he becomes a good guy. And then but in the other ones, they just they just have room to explore it in the story, right? It's like it's not that it's not there I, yeah. in the original. It's just that there's no time in twelve minutes to show us Whoville and people being stressed out and like Dr. Seuss wasn't writing a story about like a single mom who's like working yeah. a night shift. Like so yeah, <laughs> the other which the twenty eighteen one does. So yes, there's a lot more room to like explore different themes in the other two adaptations because there's more time. The and specifically it's an hour and forty five minutes for the 2001 and like an hour and a half, 83 minutes, 83 minutes for the 2018. Yeah. I think, I think it's because the 66 is just that story. It's just Christmas doesn't come from a store. Perhaps the Grinch thought Christmas is something more. And that's it. That's the extent of your that's lesson. It. Yeah, we're, we have like two hours in the other movies. To- <laughs> right, exactly. And then like 2000, you learn like it's not just about the stuff they bought. It's the shit that they went through to buy it. It's how crazy everybody is about this holiday. The The family is walking around with eggnog glasses on their hats. And like the mom is stealing all of this shit around town to like upgrade their Christmas lights and stuff. Oh yeah. The and like then, weird like neighborhood competition. Yeah. The weird fucking neighborhood really competition. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. But it's, then you get into 2018 and it's like, it's not so much about consumerism this time. They do talk about it and it does come up here and there, but it's more about, just being with the people that you love and it kind of does circle back to the 66 lesson it just does it in a little bit more of an adventurous way like cindy lou isn't like i'm trying to catch santa claus i want to know what the meaning of christmas is this is like i need to talk to santa claus i need to help my mom yeah and and yes um the 2001 really is all about like cindy's search for the meaning of christmas yeah, and then the, the Grinch is just the vehicle the to get her there. Personal journey about his backstory and his right, like it's yeah, it's less about it's more about Cindy in the middle movie, and it's more about the Grinch in the last one. I, I, I agree that it's really hard to say which is like the better adaptation of the two because there's so much room to dig in in this, which is. I think why it made so much money in 2000, because I, I yeah. think the story is like really, really good. Obviously, um, as we've already said, it's a huge part of like the fabric of Christmas mm-hmm. and it, there's so many questions. If we only had the book or the first movie, you and I could talk for two hours about like, what the fuck? We, I can oh, imagine yeah. us sitting down just being like, what is the Grinch? Why is this happening? Who is this little girl? Like we would 
we could yeah, probably we'd do be a here forever. long episode trying oh, yeah. to speculate what the Grinch is. So I get why everybody went to see an hour and 45 minutes of this, which I know listeners sounds like not a lot of time. seems like if you went to a movie that was that long today, you would say that was barely a, a movie. movie. Why aren't I at home an hour and 45? That's not, no, that's like no movies the last, the theaters in an hour and 45 minutes. That's what I'm saying. The last below two hour Marvel movie we had was love and thunder. It was an hour 52. Okay, 52. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love and Thunder wasn't long. But so, you know what I mean? Like this it sounds like that short. Oh yeah, it's just unheard of. <laughs> Unless it's a kids you, that movie. That movie drags. That movie is so yeah. much longer than it has any fucking right to be um even as being a kids movie. It is way too long. Um the whole second act sucks. I didn't like that part about <laughs> it. Um but I do like Hopkins. Um I could listen to that man read the phone book. Who's your favorite narrator of the three? We have we have Boris Hopkins. Karloff, Anthony Hopkins, and Pharrell Williams. See, here's the thing. I Pharrell Williams narrating the 2018 one was good. But Anthony Hopkins doing it gave it that classic Christmas feel. It I think really I think that's did. what it is for me. Yeah, it's the British guy. You know, it's it's the nostalgia feels. You <laughs> know, what I mean? me think of South Park when they do the episode all about Pip, and he's yeah. just like, "Hello, I'm a British person." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like David Attenborough. It's like very. It is very classic Christmas. Um, but I don't. I don't. I mean, Anthony Hopkins is also my favorite to be. But I'm glad that they had Pharrell Williams do it because yeah. Um, when you think about what we just said in the larger context um doesn't it suck for a whole lot of people that like classic christmas feel is like old white british guy that that's right. where like we're like that's what christmas means to me like i understand the sort of implicit problem there listeners so, yeah no and i um, get it too it's also like everybody good that we can is- maybe we can spice that maybe kids of the future might not think that christmas is just all about being like old and white and male Maybe there's another yeah. like other ways to be have Christmas. I don't know. I just so I'm not. I liked I liked Pharrell Williams and I liked the different take on it. But I know what you mean. It's the comfortable thing is to hear Anthony Hopkins, and he was my favorite too. Um, good. It's, I, Boris Karloff's isn't bad. It's just yeah. Nobody Anthony talks Hopkins about the original. <laughs> I know. Like, it's like I'm just like when you have Anthony Hopkins, like why the fuck would you ever go back? Like to to Boris Karloff. Like if you had to compare the two, like excluding Pharrell Williams, like I'm not. Dude, it should no have been David Attenborough dude. in 66. Like, oh, that would have been Boris awesome. Karloff. It should be David Attenborough all the time for everything. <sighs> that would have been so fucking rad. It oh my God. Um, all right, let's talk about the characters. <laughs> yes, let's. So here's, we're going to start with Cindy Lou Who because one of the three movies literally makes the whole movie about her in the 1966 original. And then in the book, even she is not integral to the story in any way, shape or form. She only comes into the story when Grinch gets to a particular house. And then he gives her a glass of water and scoots her back up to bed. And then he continues along with his journey. She does not change his mind about anything. She does not influence his decision about anything. She is not a line of dialogue. She just makes a noise. 
Well, and she's like, it's like her house that he goes to is like because the book and the original don't have like a montage of him no, going to a No, it's just like that's houses. the first house he's going to. Yeah. It's this is like the example. This is like, and when he got yeah. into a house, this is what he did. And Cindy Lou is in that house and comes downstairs and is like, I need a mm-hmm. glass of water. And he's like, I'm Santa Claus. Here's a glass of water. And that's her involvement. That's it. Yep. Bye. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Okay. Bye. Merry Christmas. But she's so, really memorable and cute. Right? It's because Even she's the she only who like... with a name. That's true. Very true. <laughs> um, then we get the 2000s. And I genuinely love that they were like, what if we actually did make this about her? Yeah, like it, she really is like the main character of that movie. She is. Everything starts with her. Where are you? Christmas is like a Christmas bop. It's, I didn't know that came from that movie. Like I, oh yeah, I had to look that up. I was like, did they? They made this song for the Grinch 2000. They made all this money, and they everyone did. hated it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Actually, fun fact for you guys: if we're talking about Christmas songs, did you know that "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" did not exist until the movie "Meet Me in St. Louis"? I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. The song was written. It's crazy for the how movie. many of those songs are written for movies. Like I thought this was just like a. I'm almost Christmas positive song. "White Christmas" is the same way. It is. White Christmas comes from something. Uh, the Bing know. Crosby and Danny Kaye movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Any hoodles down in Whoville. Um, so <laughs> with Taylor Momsen, her whole thing is I'm the cute girl that wants to get to the bottom of this. And she is actually kind of acting as all of us did. All of us who grew up knowing the Grinch story, she is like the thoughts we didn't know we wanted to have answers to. Where did the Grinch come from? Why does he hate Christmas? Why does everyone not talk about him? And like, and what's the meaning? Like she has this like kinship with the Grinch where like she hears stories about him. Cause in this version and this version, I believe alone, Alone. the Grinch is like a pariah. Like people know yes, who he, he is. is. So mm-hmm. she hears these stories about the Grinch and she's like someone else who didn't get Christmas. Cause like, it's like the only thing that happens in Whoville, which is why my head canon is that it's Christmas town. Like, I think it's just always, Christmas. it has to be, they live on like, a snowflake, I, dude. Like a hundred percent of the time it's Christmas yeah. in Whoville or like every two days it's Christmas Eve again. And yeah, they even have a clock that counts down and someone freaks out. There's only 12 more hours till Christmas. And everyone's like, what the fuck? That's crazy. It's Christmas down from Nightmare Before Christmas. Like a hundred percent. Their whole life revolves around it. And and so Taylor Momsen is like, but I don't believe in that. Like it's almost an it's like an yeah. interesting, like it's almost like a religious allegory if you wanted to go there with it, where she just is like, You could, but I don't fit in with this. I don't believe in this thing that everyone around me is like so enamored with, and I don't understand what it's meaning. I don't understand why we do this. And she's looking around seeing everyone stressed as fuck too. Cause that's the undertone is that like the mail room is out of control and there's like everything mm-hmm. so stressful. At Christmas. There's yeah. so much consumerism. Right. And she's like, why do we love this? What is the meaning of Christmas? Is it just she even tells her dad fucking yeah. stuff? She she's like, doesn't this Grinch. feel like a bit much? Yeah. She yeah. asks. Oh, she him, does ask like, the Grinch. You're right. Do yeah. this? She asks him when he's dressed as Santa. She says, "What's the meaning of Christmas?" When he's there stealing from her house, she's like, "Why do we do this?" And he's like, "I don't fucking know." So when she hears about the Grinch, she's like, "Someone else who feels like me. I want to understand him." Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he she, went through the same thing I went through, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe he knows something. Uh, I yeah, don't. exactly. <laughs> Here's where. <laughs> 
this is where things kind of fall off the rails is when she goes to meet the two women who raised the Grinch. Now we're getting this weird backstory about where he came from. And you're very much right in your notes. It's we'll get it more into it when we get to uh, the Grinch himself, but it's trying to explain something that we didn't really need an explanation to. And so the only reason we do that is because Cindy Lou, who Taylor Monson's uh, presence in this movie needed a reason to look for Christmas. So they tried to give it this reason and it kind of starts falling off the rails because it just makes no sense. We don't need, we don't need a full blown backstory to why the Grinch hates Christmas. I mean, I don't know. I would say that we, we definitely do want to know why he doesn't like Christmas. Like, what is your beef is like the number one question about the Grinch, right? Like, that's fine with me. But where I agree with you is that it's like, I'm losing my train of thought. Fuck. Uh, (laughs) God damn. Her empathy. Um, Like, why does she empathize with him? She just wants to know what the point of Christmas is. Right. And that I, oh no, what I was, I know what I was going to say. I think it's fine that we get a backstory on why he hates Christmas, right? That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. I, I like that we get that. What I didn't like was the whole second act with this, like, where he comes to town and they want to give him the award. Like They, they want to give him the award. Yeah. That, like, the setup for why he then tries to steal Christmas that year. Because he's otherwise chilling. Um, he actually talk, isn't we're gonna, involved like, get into in his any stuff way. in a second. Yeah. yeah, he's like not trying to be there. He was gonna, he has the uh, the big symbols playing over his head. All of them because it's in the book. The book. The only reason that they give the Grinch to hate Christmas is it, it's the noise, noise, noise. Like he hates mm-hmm. all the fucking. He hates those fucking kids on his lawn. Like that's it. That's the extent of it. So they all do a thing where he tries to block out the sound. Both the adaptations focus on him trying to block out yeah. the sounds of Christmas from the mountain. And that's why he's on the mountain because he doesn't want to fucking listen to it anymore. Um, he's worked retail for way too long. He just, <laughs> too many winters, too many winters. Um, I didn't, I didn't like the middle. At, so, okay. So the Grinch was going to yeah. sit out Christmas, right? He's trying to block out Mariah Carey. Yeah. He wasn't involved in this Christmas. in any way. But, but in the in the 2000 movie, what happens is it's like sweet from a Cindy Lou perspective because she right. wants to give him this award for like most awesome Christmas person. And they say, we give this to the person. Like no one wants to give it to the Grinch because they're all like, he's a Christmas pariah. He'll ruin Christmas. And she's like, no, we should give it to the Grinch because the award's supposed to go to the person who like needs Christmas joy the most. And they're all like, all right, well, yeah. I can't argue with that shit. And Cindy Lou is so brave in this one. She goes up to the Grinch's mountain to give him the award. Mm-hmm. And she wants to like learn more about him, right? Her whole character arc is like, what is Christmas about? And like, how can I get close to the Grinch to like, know what he knows and under like talk to him about Christmas and like, see this, like she wants to find this like other perspective. She's like looking to broaden her horizons by going to this fucking creepy dudes, creepy cave Cave house. The whole thing is fucked. Like I'm like, yeah, it has the middle one has some really nice themes, but it's also weird. And I don't know. So that's, that's Cindy Lou in that one. Should we talk about, do we have anything else to add to Cindy Lou? No, not in the 2000s not one. Maybe. I am going to tell you guys right now, of all of these adaptations, I actually love the 2018 one the most. Me too. I love her whole plan. And I'll tell you why. Why, Scott? Well, here you go. 
it doesn't involve the Grinch at all. Not at one iota. She's never heard of him. Yep. She has no, it, they are just existing separate from one another. It's and literally be, two stories. And because this story is so well known and it is so much part of the culture, the, they have built in dramatic irony. This could never have worked in the original movie or book or, or whatever. No, not at all. Nobody knew this, like to have them just be totally unrelated. Like it just wouldn't work. But um, I mean, I guess they are in the, they don't, well, she doesn't do anything. Yeah, so we go kind of all over the place. She's not important at all to she's the primary focus to she's half the focus. And we know as an audience that they're going to connect. We know that Cindy Lou is going to be like the reason that he decides to love Christmas. Like we know she's going to be important and that she's going to be. Yeah, you know, they're going in. Yeah, and we're but we're watching it with this great dramatic irony. We're like, she doesn't know anything about him. She's just on her own thing, doing her own thing. But we like know for a fact that they're gonna at some point they're gonna meet up. Yeah, Yeah. I think the best part about this one too is coming off the heels of the other Grinch movie we just got, and by just got I mean eighteen years prior to this. Right. Um, This isn't about her at all either. Her mission is not about her in any way. It's it's completely selfish or selfless. It is completely the one of the most innocent quests I've ever seen in a movie. She yeah. just wants her mom to get a break at work. Yeah, so her mom works like the night shift. I think she's a night nurse. She's got to be um, a nurse. Yeah, I think we see the little hospital tag on her in the bus when she yeah. in the first scene that we see her. She's like going home at the crack of dawn to go take care of the kids all day after she worked all night and then go yeah. back to work all night. And I think she has, I think she's wearing scrubs. Like I, I, I don't know, maybe I hallucinated that, but she had a name tag on her. I think she was, it looked like she was a night nurse and um, yeah, she wants, she just wants her to get a break because she knows how hard she works and that she just like wants, she could, she basically is like, my mom's life is fucking garbage. And I can tell. Like, she's so stressed out. Like, things are tough. And she says the one person who could fix it for sure is Santa. And it's like, oh, God. Oh, no. And then, (laughs) see, and that's the other cool thing about this is you go into this and you're like, oh, shit. As soon as she says that, you're like, well, okay, now we know how the Grinch is going to be involved. She's going to think that he can fix her problems. And that's where it becomes... That's where their two stories mingle. Because up to that point, you're just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, what are we setting up here? Yeah, that's the great dramatic irony. Because we know the Grinch is going to dress up as Santa. And we know that she's trying to catch Santa that night. And we know that it's going to be him. Like, her whole plan is, like, to kidnap him, basically. right? She wants to do, like, a Nightmare Before Christmas on Santa. uh, And talk (laughs) to him about... Kidnap Sandy Claus. Well, because she she says it. Thanks. Now that's for the rest of the You're welcome. Fuck! God, I hate that movie. Damn it, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) But she, we totally know that's going to happen though, right? Like we know that's, he's going to, she's going to catch him in her and, and ask to help her mom and that Grinch is going to be the one doing it. We Mm -hmm. know it's going to be him. So it's like really great how they play off of, like, I guess that could work. I guess I take back what I said before. It's not that it could never work. It's that that could work from a perspective, but it's better when it's meta. Because we only yeah. know because of the meta element. And we know that we know because it's meta. Like, it's like inception layers of meta. Like, it's it's really good. I really like the way they do it. And like, yeah. And it tells us something about Cindy, right? Like, right away, it's like, she 
knows the meaning of Christmas. Like that's what I think is cool about this. Ver- they're opposites. It's really weird. Yeah. 2000 version Cindy is like explicitly searching for the meaning of Christmas. And in 2018, she 100% knows what it is and embodies it throughout the whole movie. She doesn't care about any of the materialistic stuff. Like what she wants is never that. Like she wants happiness and joy and for everyone to be together and not be so stressed out. And she totally yeah, understands the meaning exactly. of Christmas. So that's cool. That's like ready made for her to have the Grinch have a change of heart. Like it's all very like this. It's great. The story's awesome. Like the Grinch is such a good story. Well, and it is. And that's, that's why it kind of blows my mind that it's, it wasn't, it didn't do well. And you know what it also might be is people are like, oh my God, another fucking Grinch movie. Like we know this story. It's like every time we get a new version of Pinocchio coming out, you're just kind of like, why? I still haven't watched either of the new ones. Don't watch the live action one. Apparently the Guillermo del Toro one's supposed to be really good. Yeah, I heard that, so I'm tempted. But also, no more Pinocchio ever. Yeah, I don't Um, need that at all. But I I did really like this. She reminds me of Ellie in Up, the little girl. Um, She does. The little girl. Cindy Lou Who in the 2018, The Grinch. 2018, (laughs) yeah. uh, I really liked that version. That that version of the movie is what we wanted in 2000. Like, if that, like, that's, can you imagine how much money this would have made if no one had made a Grinch adaptation up to this point? If this just didn't, and it wasn't. Oh, yeah, dude. It just, aesthetically, it is just a weird movie. Whether you like Jim Carrey or not is totally out the picture. Like, he did a great job as the Grinch. Whatever, dude. The makeup looks fine. He was really funny. The rest of the movie, and I said it at the beginning, and I'll say it every time it comes up, it just doesn't look right. Yeah. It should have been animated. And it's this whole middle act where they have this award that Taylor Momsen tries to give him. So I was saying before, right? And he comes to town and there's a whole fucking shit show. He has to go through like this fudge feeding thing. Yeah. And he hates it. And they all try to engage him in Christmas and he's an asshole and it's a total disaster. And it's just, it serves for nothing. And then he's like, now because of, because of the last like, 37 minutes that we just spent doing that now i'm gonna go be the grinch and and decide to go on my path to get christmas and i hated that i really preferred the way that 2018 did it with the middle act being a big montage to get ready for the christmas night instead of like this stupid catalyst to make it happen that's what i hate about the 2020 version sorry 2000 jesus no and i time i get who knows um I get that, and this is a really good segue into the section about the Grinch, because each version of the Grinch acts in a way different from the others. The original 1966 Grinch is just, I can't fucking stand this noise. You guys won't shut the fuck up. I need to do something about this. I'll take the things away that make you happy and cause you to make that noise. He is legitimately the most relatable character ever. Oh he just wants the kids to shut up and to like be left alone with his dog and his snacks. Like he just is like yep. everybody fuck off. He's so relatable relatable to me. No, the 2018 <laughs> one is the one that's most relatable to you. Oh no, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Cause that's one where he like overeats the snacks and that's why he has to go to town. Oh my god, what yeah, he has to go and see everyone yeah. because he <laughs> so emotionally god damn it. ate through his stores. <laughs> yeah. He goes, How much emotional eating have I been doing at the holidays? And it's just everything in the house is gone. And yeah, I'm like, oh my god, gone. I feel so attacked. Like I'm like so called out. <laughs> I'm like, 
like, I'm going to have alone at Christmas this year because I'm moving soon and I'm just not, like, I'm not trying to do that right now. Well, yeah. And, uh, and that's, like, fine. I'm not, like, sad about it. But I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I totally feel this. Like, this guy's like, everybody just fuck off. I just want to be alone with my pets. Quiet down. You with your flu. I'm not going out. I'm not coming to see Yeah, you. ew. Fuck you guys. Yep. Leave me alone and just eat everything. <laughs> so then we get 2000. And we get more backstory. We find out that he doesn't like Christmas because the one time that he tried to get involved in Christmas, he was mercilessly bullied. Yeah. Like, even his teacher is laughing at him. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And it's like he has a crush on the girl. Yeah, he has a crush on uh, Martha Mayhew. And that stupid fucking asshole guy that would become the mayor is yeah. like, you're 12 years old and you've already got a beard. Like, bro, who the fuck are you, man? Get <laughs> well, the fuck okay. out of here. That's what's weird about the 2000 one, though. <clears throat> yeah, but even before that, the 2000s tried to set this up. And I mentioned this earlier and I'll kind of go, I'll expand on it a little bit more now. They try to set it up like there was something inherently wrong with him. From the minute he arrived. Yeah, it reminds me of the penguin in in Batman, Batman Returns. Or Batman yeah. Returns, whatever. Sorry, Matt. That's um, okay. In the, <laughs> in the one where there's Danny DeVito and he's the one that we spent two hours talking about. Um, it reminds me of that, though. Like when he eats the cat, like something's wrong with this guy. Yeah, the there's just something out. innately weird. And you get that from the very the first time. He eats the plate. He laughs when he knocks the baby's pumper cellar away. Yeah. It's like, it's just, he's inherently devious. And when I first, on my first rewatch of this, because um, I watched it twice, because I do think this movie is really funny. I watched the 28 one, 18 one twice. <laughs> I figured you would. <laughs> You're like, I rented it. This is great. I'm going to watch it over again. More, more um, again. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I didn't even have to rent it. Shout out to Kim, whose Amazon I'm on, and whose yeah. sister is also on her Amazon and her sister's kids. So they own all this shit, whatever I want to watch. Oh, like, they already yeah, got dude. it. And it, that's why I'm on hers. It's not just for stars. It's because her sister buys all kinds of shit and Venmo's her. And I'm like, yes, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> and I so absolutely love movies. that. I watched this twice 100% for the 2018 one. And yeah. I watched Spirited twice. And Part of me wants to go back one day and incorporate Spirited into our Christmas Carol discussion. Same. Okay. I'm down. But then we go. So then we have like this weird attempt to explain like, okay, he hates Christmas and that's why he stays up there. He doesn't hate Christmas. He hates the people who love Christmas. It's not so much like yeah. he doesn't give a fuck about the holiday to begin with. He hates all of the people and what Christmas does to those people. So until Cindy Lou sticks her fucking who knows into his business, <laughs> he's not even going to come down from his mountain. He doesn't give a shit about them. Yeah. And it's, it's cause of, cause he, cause this one's all about rejection. It right? is. This one's all about like, nobody loved me at Christmas. Like I was always rejected. And at, then I like yeah. tried at Christmas and I got and rejected I got at down. Christmas and like, yep. fuck it. Like, and that's tough. It is. And it's 
fucked up, man. And he had nowhere to go, and he looked like no one else in town. And so now this little girl comes. Yeah, that's into the life. other weird thing, right? Sorry, but like yeah. that's the the other weird thing, right? He acts weird. He has this like Christmas run in, but like also he looks weird. Like that's why he's like the penguin. He's like no, he doesn't yeah. look like any of the other who's, and he's people off. make fun of him. It's like he's not a who. Like you get the feeling this is like a Loki situation. Like my dude's like a frost giant or something. That's like it is. That's exactly it. what it is. Like, like no one knows what he, he is. Like where did he come from? It's like elf. Like he doesn't belong there. Like they're not his. Yeah. And, and but it's totally unexplained for a movie that's too long. That part of it is totally yeah. just. Why was he blowing on the same wind that they were? And where are the rest of his people? See, that it creates more questions. It was like all, well, you know where they are. Is they're in one of the other fucking Seuss? They're on one of the fucking, yeah. Because they all live on a snowflake or a speck or, you know, whatever. Or they go through a door in the forest and, yeah. It's, yeah, that's what it is. Like, it's the fucking Seuss multiverse, but it's. Multiverse. It's super, super weird. And, um. And it's all about rejection and that he feels rejected. So then he rejects everyone else so that they can't reject him back. And it, which is like, it's not bad. Like it's, it's No, it's <laughs> not. It's like the building blocks are there. It's just genuinely, I think what bothers me the most about the 2001 is the aesthetic. Everything else about this movie clicks for me. The The comedy is great. The, the fucking, like the acting is, is phenomenal. The music isn't that bad. Um, the music's the same, and I mean, largely the same couple of songs and themes are used throughout well, all three yeah. movies. They all take from the first one, so it's like it's all pretty good. Yeah, like, it's they, always they the you're a mean that, one, so. Mr. Grinch. Yeah, yeah, and then um, oh yeah, they, like it's all based on that, and that's pretty good. So everything else is pretty good. Um, but it's dude, it's it's the aesthetic. It and is it's that middle. It's that middle act. That's the problem. Right. That. So that okay. So that's where I'm leading into is this middle act. He decides to give them another chance. He's like, look, dude, I'm kind of lonely up here. I'm by myself, right? All I have is this dog and the toxic trash that I eat. Yeah. The glass or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'll give it a shot. Whatever. I'll give it a shot. It's, you know what it is? It's that Bob's Burgers episode where he's like, I'm not going to go. And she's like, you're going. He's like, fine, but I'm going to drink. Yay. And I'm going to complain the whole time. Oh. Yeah, there's beer on the That's ship. That's exactly what it is. There is. There's <laughs> beer on the ship. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he he puts himself back out there. He's like, you know what? This little kid's like, she's kind of getting to me. Whatever. And what happens? But the fucking town is exactly the same as he left it. But yeah, an asshole to him. I mean, they kind of try though. No, I know. And here's here's the biggest thing about it: the Grinch is never in any version of this story ever the villain. He's never the villain. He starts off that way, but the real villain is the effect that Christmas has on the rest of the people, and the the only one that has a legitimate physical flesh and blood villain is the 2001 and it's the fucking mayor yeah he's a because the asshole. mayor is one that incites everybody to treat him like shit yeah it's really like about discrimination and like yes. there's a lot happening here and that's just the Grinch's side like we just talked about all this crazy shit happening on Cindy Lou's storyline like this middle one is like for for how much I don't like it there's a lot happening like and it's not there bad. is I like what they're trying to do here and i like this like 
I like the kinship and the parallel story between he and Cindy as they both try to like yeah. figure it out around this holiday. And they run into each other a bunch of times, right? They have like a bunch of random run-ins before Christmas. Yeah. I wish time she and... like weirdly believably still thinks he's Santa, even though she knows the Grinch pretty well at this point. And, like, and she would have seen his obviously... fucking hands by now. Yeah. Well, like his face, like he looks, yeah. he like looks her in the eye. Like it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um... I've seen your eyes. Like, okay. like what the dude it's just it's not, he's not even wearing a mask it's just him and his santa yeah. hat and she's like santa what you, what's the meaning of christmas and i'm like Cindy. he's like i'm trying to steal your tree can you shut the fuck up kid yeah but they i like their little parallel story as they both try to kind of understand christmas and what yeah. it, and whether they want to be part of it and yeah the mayor really instigates all the discrimination against him and like it's it's like he's like pretty pretty okay in it because he tries and then he does and that's the thing like it's just bad shit happening to him he is the result of like not having anybody like there to understand him like in any way shape or form and then cindy lou comes along and she kind of does and he yeah and he just wants someone to be like dude it's okay you don't (laughs) i don't get christmas either it's a fucking weird right why are we all like, acting like this? It's insane. I love their little thing together and like that they're the only ones who see through the consumerism, which yeah, is like exactly. pretty crazy in this one. Like it's definitely yeah. this one is the one that hypes it up the most for sure. Oh yeah, the dude the throws man, a sale for the next five minutes that everything in the store is ninety nine percent off. Are you shitting me right now? What in the hell? Like the dad working in the mail room is a good because it's all the jury presents, duty, jury like, duty, eviction notice, eviction notice. Oh my god, that <laughs> was so funny! I died when he was handing out jury duty at Christmas. <laughs> at Christmas, it's so like, Jim fucking Jerry good. Was really good. I have to say, like it was, he was a great pick for this. Like it, I hated yeah. this movie, but the themes that they had in it, like it was pretty good. Like I. I don't know, man. I feel like the IMDb versus the global or the the domestic box office. I really like that yeah. embodies me. I'm like, it should make all the money, yeah. but also it was awful. Like I, <laughs> but there was a lot of good stuff in here. Jim Carrey was really, really good. Um, I preferred, and this could be our before I just repeat myself again of what I didn't like. Um, yeah. I preferred the Cumberbun version because. Bumble snatch cumberbop or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I preferred this. One. I did. I preferred this a lot because um the biggest difference aside from like okay, there's a lot of differences, I guess, but one of the really big differences between the movies is that we know that we have a first act where we have the Grinch and the Grinch fucking hates Christmas. And yeah. then we have a second act where the Grinch Sales Christmas, and then we have like a one second third act where the Grinch is sorry. He learns his lesson, yeah. Yeah, and then everyone's fine and they sing a song. But in order to make this longer than 26 minutes, there needs to be an expanded second act, right? And the third act is right. him learning his lesson, but we need like a much larger second act. So in the live action, like we said, it's this like bullshit that we hated. In the Benedict Cumberbatch 2018, it's this 
awesome full act that's just a montage. It's just like oh, him yeah. trying to figure out like how he's going to steal Christmas and like what he's what he's going to do, how he's going to get his reindeer. Like he does a fucking like drone map of Whoville. Being, like this is like how many houses? Like he's doing math. Like it's it's, it's awesome. It's, it's so, so fucking, fucking good. It, it stays fucking focused this movie, right? Like there's yeah. a lot going on in the Jim Carrey movie. And some of it is very intelligent. But this one just stays fucking focused on this stays on the point. This is like, we are going to steal Christmas. Let let's find out how. And then in the third act, he steals Christmas and learns like this is you know right. why he yeah. shouldn't have stolen Christmas. Right. But we yeah. get this like whole extended thing. <laughs> it's I think, so awesome. I think one of the best things about this one too is no one knows anything about him. No one knows who he is. There isn't this stigma around like, dude, don't go up the mountain. That's where the Grinch lives. He's he's more like right. this urban legend kind of thing. He's not like, even known. Like, in, can, in the yeah, like one, no one even yeah. knows who he is. In the middle, the middle one, middle one, one like it's like this fucking legend. legend. Like, dude, do not go up the mountain. You're going to fucking die. Yeah, in the Cumberbatch, nobody's ever heard of him. It's not a thing. Yeah. Because he's not. So what's revealed is he's an orphan. But he yep. didn't have like drama with the town like he just is somebody and he moved Mm -hmm. up to the mountain and nobody knows who he is there's no history there's no backstory he just is alone it's so sad and he's just up there eating through all of the who hash and i'm like (laughs) man i fucking get it i would too (laughs) i will say this though for it i do love that each time that we get one of these stories he loves max he's yeah. never an asshole to max well never a dick he's a little bit in the 2018 one kind of in the 20 yeah he does apologize 2020 or tw- the 2000 god damn it you got me doing it now the 2001 he kind of does when he comes home and sees max dancing to christmas music He's, you know, he's always a little bit tough on Max, but he always feels yeah. bad about it. And Max he is does. how we see, like, that he is an asshole because he's an asshole to Max, too, in, yeah. in a little bit in all of them. Uh, but that he's always a little bit sorry about it. And, like, he does yep. keep Max around. Like, it's like we like that's how we know that he's not <laughs> totally horrible from, like, in the beginning. Right. Yeah. It's our cue. Um, it's our cue. <laughs> unlike. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to tell you guys a story right now. So I saw the 2018 Grinch in theaters. Saw it with my sister. Saw it so with you my still have older... joy, all right? Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw it. I saw it with my two oldest nephews. And if you guys are new to this podcast, if you have never watched an episode of this show or ever listened to an episode of this show up until now, you guys do not understand or would have no knowledge that the greatest joy a movie television show or random thing can bring me is sporadic loud noises <laughs> out of fucking nowhere or random car horns or someone's hitting like an air horn or something the 2018 grinch movie did not in any way shape or form prepare me for the rain horn scene and i swear to god when he blows the rain horn 
and the little goat appears and just screams in his face. (laughs) I lost my shit so fucking bad. I had to leave the theater. I was losing my Stop fucking it. mind. I swear. You can ask my you sister. Did not I was leave the lo- movie theater. No, I I swear. I walked out. I and I walked. Or whatever. No, I did. I, I'm dead serious. I <laughs> walked back guess? into the theater right as he's walking across the bridge. And he's like, then we can find the Well, you stop following us. <laughs> <laughs> so then the goat runs away and then the goat comes back and the goat scares the shit out of all the other reindeer and i fucking couldn't handle it dude i this shit was i, love this, you. I oh my god dude this movie was so nerd. i Guys, am for the record scott was sober when that happened i want you to i was that. i was hella was sober stone cold sober when he left the movie theater laughing so hard at 2018's I, the grinch dude <laughs> i was I, a fucking nerd. I love you. <laughs> you guys don't even understand, man. Like, oh my god, my I am the simplest man when it comes to humor. Like, I, dude, <laughs> just. I, I mean, we talked about god. this for a larger conversation on humor and comedy. Check out Ace, Ace Ventura, Ventura from last week. Yeah. We talk about this a lot. Yeah, <laughs> on my distaste for everything Scott yeah. likes. <laughs> I believe her exact words were, "Everything you love is worthless." I think that's what I said. I think I said devoid <laughs> of value. Oh, devoid <laughs> of value. And everything that you love and find funny is worthless, Scott. And I just thank her. You know what, though? I do I do agree that this movie was really funny. I laughed a lot yeah. at this. I liked it. I liked I liked the like, rap song. Yeah. Yeah, it felt he's incredibly modernized. relatable. It was yeah. absolute, absolutely. Um, and it was like... I don't know. It was. I mean, the twenty, the two thousand one was modern to its time as well, right? So to it's its as time, modern yeah. as they all have been for when they come out. Um, but I really, really, really liked it, um, and I liked the way that, similar to the two thousand movie, they do have a parallel storyline between Cindy and the Grinch. But yeah. like we said before, it's really about us knowing that, like, she's trying to catch Santa, and he's trying to pretend to be Santa. Yep. Uh, and I really, really like that. Um, and I, but I also liked the way that they, like, this theme isn't about what is the meaning of Christmas. This is really about, like, why doesn't the Grinch like it? Like, why is he such an asshole? Yeah. Like, like where did this, his not even, personal hatred come from? And it's not even where did his hatred of Christmas, but like, why are you such a dick? Like, why do you hate everybody? Because he has, like, the one guy who's, like, the lumberjack who's, like, he's my friend. Like oh yeah! Generally, are like, hey, it's Grinch, Mister Grinch. He lives up on the hill. Wanna be buddies? Like the people who've heard of it. He's not like, like you said, like he's not this scary urban legend. He's just like this guy, and no. people are like, hey, why don't you be more friendly? Like the, it's like the grumpy old man that people like to be like. He hates us, but we love him, and we try to get him to be. That's our crazy, Larry, or whatever. Like, yeah, totally. And he's just like this grumpy old dude, and and but everybody wants to hang out with him. So it's like, yeah, it's about Christmas, but also so low-key it's not even really about christmas like it's like he just hates the sound of everyone being together because he found himself and alone he doesn't christmas have anyone yeah. like he never had a family so he's like super bummed which makes sense um and that's what this one's really about is like why does he feel like that what what is he missing what does he really want and then him accepting that love so it has that rejection thing in common with the other movie right where he feels rejected so he rejects them but then it's like actually i just need to like 
accept the invitation to dinner like that. Right. Like it's like, or I could just go to Christmas dinner. Like everyone's been asking me to, it's about like his, right. him doing some work on himself. Right. Like, like in the other one, everybody hates him. Yeah. And this one, right. No one okay. Hates so him. that's it. It's like him. no one is like, fuck you, dude. Don't ever come to our town again. Everyone is like, Hey, like what's going on, man? Like, how you been? Like, you like my decorations for my front yard and stuff. And Grinch yeah, is like, come oh, to I Christmas know. Eve. Yeah. Yeah. And then in 2000, they're like, dude, ew. They hate him. They're like super prejudiced against him. Nobody wants, nobody except Cindy, who's also exploring the meaning of Christmas. Exactly. They're like, why the fuck do you care? That's that's the whole story in that movie. And that's, and I like, we talked about it a bunch, but I like this other one better where it's really about him doing the work on himself and like trying to learn the true meaning of Christmas and like, so let's let's talk about that and let's just keep going with the Cumberbatch version with the meaning of Christmas stuff yeah. and see what we haven't touched on on this. Because like the other interesting thing about this is that in the Cumberbatch, in the 2018, the Grinch like materialism isn't so much the thing that he hates compared to the other movie. Like in 2000, it's he like specifically hates. That the they buy shit and he's like, and he stuff. talks about it. Like you guys consume and consume and it all ends up at the dump, which is where I live. And I see it all the time. And it's very penguin from Batman returns. Exactly. Um, it's like totally the penguin. It's like the penguin yeah. at Christmas and it's really creepy. And it is, yeah. but in, <laughs> you would have thought this was done by <laughs> Tim Burton, but it's not, it's Ron Howard. Dude, for real. And what? And so, but, but, but this one, Cumberbatch kind of learns to hate that materialism while he's out there and while he's doing his recon during the second act. And he's like, oh, look how much this is about stuff because he never had any stuff. That's the whole thing. Like he felt left out Mm because there was no Christmas at the orphanage, which like seems really unlikely. Like I really got to think that like, anyway yeah that was a bit of a stretch for me too i was like you i'm like nothing like, like it's just so so like what the fuck who was in charge of christmas at the orphanage yeah everyone else around here is so fucking nice and then you're gonna tell me that they didn't give a fuck about christmas hold they on didn't do anything at the like, yeah. this is christmas town and it's christmas <laughs> like, hundred times like it's a hundred percent of the time you guys christmas. literally live for this shit so when he's he like learns how much he doesn't like the consumerism while he's already doing it uh which is interesting and then the whole family stuff stays with him through his whole movie which is cool like he had like the reindeer leaves because the reindeer has family and he's like has an actual family of its own and you're like all right yeah so he goes to be with his family and that's like wicked sad and then he talks to cindy about her mom and that's like kind of what starts to break him like not entirely because he's no because it doesn't have anything to do with christmas he realizes Oh shit! Like this, this is that one kid who, like, that's what she. This wanted. isn't what Fuck. Christmas is about. Like, yeah, this I didn't see any of that when I was scoping out the town. Where was yeah. all of this? It's uh, it starts to break him, and then he like, yeah. then when he what ha- he realizes that everyone's fine anyway. That's what happens in all of them when he sees that they yeah. don't care no about one cares. stuff. Yeah, yep. that they still have Christmas, and they say in this one, Cindy Lou's mom's, she's like, oh my god, but what about Christmas? Like, it's fucking God. Like, they wake up, and she thought she had this, like, really great talk with Santa. Like, she thought Santa was gonna, like, fix her mom's problems. Like, she thought her plan worked. Because they yeah. have their whole side plot to capture Santa, and, like, eventually, uh, Grinch eats a cookie that is, like, seriously Stranger Things-style trapped with, like, a string. Oh, yeah, dude, it was wild. 
<laughs> that whole fucking thing is sick as hell. A string trap takes them like all of December to plan yeah. their treehouse. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, they're kids. So, it's hilarious. But, still, but it totally like, works. Well, he says in his his retcon like he's like nobody eats cookies because that's the distraction like you can and it's like the last house and it's her house so he's like oh i'll have a cookie my night's over and then gets caught by cindy and uh yeah i enjoyed i enjoyed that (laughs) i liked his little talk with her um oh and cindy's mom says right after she's like but christmas is gone this is what i was gonna say I'm all over the place. She's all freaked out because she just talked to Santa, is what I was trying to say. On Christmas morning, Mm -hmm. Cindy Lou wakes up and is like, what the fuck? Like, Santa and I were cool. What happened? Like, where's Christmas? What what just went down? (laughs) And she's like, I was just here. She's like, I was up like an hour ago. Everything was fine. And and she's like, Mom, what are we going to do, though? Like, he stole Christmas. And she's like, he didn't steal Christmas. He just stole stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not crying. You're crying. Like, what? Yep. So sad. And then when they sing and stuff, he Grinch realizes he was wrong. Right. That's the same in all the stories. Right. He decides he was wrong after he sees that they have decided not to care. Here's the thing, though. And here's why I do think if you were to compare them side by side, why 2018 is the better of all of them is because only the Grinch acknowledges that to himself when he's up on the top of Mount Crumpet, ready to dump all that shit. He has this inner revelation that it's just that Christmas doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas he thought is a little bit more. And then his heart grows. And then his heart grows three times or three times, three sizes or whatever. whatever. And then, but in the 2018 one, Cindy Lou's mom already knew this. This yeah. was a thing everybody was aware of already. Right. That's the and whole thing in Grinch. Learning- That's in all of them. That they all know that already. They all are like, yeah, no shit. Christmas still happens. Like, they don't care. They're like, oh, whatever. It's still Christmas. Right. And he's like, what? It's still Christmas? But in the- exactly. But in the 2000s one, you don't get that as much because oh right the townspeople have to learn the townspeople are like you're right you're right dude what the fuck yeah because even the mayor is like well i hope you're happy this is what happens when you invite the grinch to christmas and everybody's like yeah "Yeah, fuck you cindy and then (laughs) she's like but that's not what christmas is (laughs) about you're right that they have to learn that too yeah so i think that's why i like this one is it got back to the whole like no we know that that's not what this is about. And it was nice to see that Cindy Lou had been doing this awesome thing for her mom, this whole movie. And yeah. her mom was already like, love you kid. And I think yeah. that's the most important part about the 2018 one is it does show the parallels between Cindy Lou and the Grinch and that, Cindy Lou has the compassion and the understanding and the love and the family that the Grinch never understood. And that's why she is able to accept that's what this is right away. And the Grinch had to do all of this just to figure that out. I really like that in the 2018 one that it's it's all about him not wanting to be alone is the lesson that he learns in the end. Uh, And it's like he has this awesome moment it was like actually i think my favorite part of the movie 
just from this perspective right now from a like funny haha or whatever but um yeah. i like when after after he's been caught and returned christmas he goes home to the mountain and and he gives max a present and he has like this introspective moment where he has to like take personal responsibility and have individual growth or something right like they actually right. take a beat in this 83 minute movie to have this like it doesn't just end with like he brings the presents back and everyone says come to christmas dinner he goes home and like is alone and yeah. has to like live with that he and accepts is like, that defeat yeah yeah and then cindy comes and invites him to christmas and she says you've been alone long enough and he admits that he didn't hate Christmas. He hated being alone. And like, it's really good. Like there's, mm -hmm. it's that, I prefer that message to the to 2001. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. really, it's not really about family and being together. That one's really about like, oh, it turns out we didn't need stuff. Like there's, there's even a moment in that one where they're relieved that the presents are gone because it was so fucking stressful. Yeah. And they show that a little in the 2018 one with Cindy's mom. Like, they show how stressful Christmas is, but it's really hammered in the 2001. Um, well, and I think... It's really more about that. Yeah, I think the another big reason that we don't cover it so much in the 2018 one is the 2001, that's all it's about. By the time we're making the 2018 one, we're like, dude, we get it, we know. We don't have to show Batman's parents dying again. Like, we know, not. like, what this is. And it's just more, it's more focused on the Grinch, whereas the other one's focused more on the people of Whoville. Yeah, exactly. That's the right? So it's like, yeah, it's more about him. And I, I like his little storyline. Like, it's awesome. Um, but I, yeah, I like the way <laughs> that they handle this in both of them. I just, I, I obviously prefer the 2018. I'm just thinking if there's anything else we had to say on this. But I, I like the way that they expand on the original story, you know? I think that's why we don't spend so much time talking about the 66 one is the 66 is just the framework to tell a bigger story. And that's what 2000 and 2018 does. Well, they all incorporate the heart and, and the specific yeah. details, like almost like they, I think they both read almost the whole thing. There's a lot more uh, deviation in the prose. In yeah. The 2018 one. Um, but it's the same rhyme style and it's the same heart and like they're getting the same message across they're just like really filling in the gaps like what we could say here for three hours if these adaptations didn't exist <laughs> right what <laughs> holy shit it is funny to think about the original 66 movie though from that like if we just try to forget about the other two adaptations and anything yeah. we know about the grinch like my dude just oh, is it's like just questions all day. kids on my lawn. I'm just yeah. done. Like, I'm going to take Christmas. Fuck you. This Fuck is you insane. With a dog and a sled, and he's going to go to every house. Like, how? And he, and like, I, and so, we get those answers because we see him game it out in the 2018. So it's, yeah, I love he totally figures that shit out. Yeah. Here is something that I have I fucking loved about both of these. And I'm going to take us into the room of requirement. Um, yeah. Let's, let's start to else. close her out. I don't either. Um, why the, the, the both it's going to be two questions the first question is why is the grinch so abnormally strong like they make a point uh, I don't know. and this is going to lead into my second question they make a point in the 2001 to talk about how fucking strong he is especially when he's a little kid 
because they're uh, when they talk about him having his freak out in the classroom. Oh yeah, because he's like a different species from the other. That's why, because he's from some other part of the multiverse. Like he's not one. He of is, them. and like they, they, it's this is going to lead into my other question. I just said that, but I need you guys to understand that this is this seriously weirded me the fuck out. When he lifts the Christmas tree, they do this like common comedic thing where it's like a headshot of three or four people talking and talking about the same thing with different text every time the uh he lifts the tree and then the mayor is like the fury and then the mayor's assistance is like the rage and then it goes over to martha mayhew and she's just like the muscles and you're like okay where did we just go right now <laughs> dude i don't know man early 2000s comedy like we're yeah still, we're, i mean when that movie came out we were only like a precious six years from the weird blowjob in Ace Ventura. So like, no, we were. That's very true. <laughs> we were. And like, we're, not, we're like right in there. I feel like you, like by then, we're only a couple years out from like animal noises and, in, oh in uh, Talladega Nights. And, and yeah, like we're, it's, we're right in, again, for a longer discussion on this shit. See last week's episode. We, yeah, we're right in the heart of that. So it's like, that's what. <laughs> So this is like my bigger question. Obviously, Martha Mayhew is in love with the Grinch. And that's how the 2001 ends. I get that. That's fine. That's whatever. He deserves it. He's been on that mountain alone for a very long time. Um, Get you some, kid. All right? Like, you know, (laughs) whatever. My question is, in the 2018 one, is, is the end of the movie trying to set up that Cindy Lou wants uh grinch to go out with her mom or did they just invite him over to breakfast because i'm kind of like it's weird the way that they have this interaction dinner with everybody else like the whole rest of the world is there all the who's are at the house yeah i don't think it's explicit but i don't know that wasn't my take my take was like I mean, it wasn't my take either. I wasn't just like, oh, dude, those are some like, those are some Nala level come fuck me eyes. Like those were that, none of that thought crossed my head. I don't think it was explicit, but like, sure, maybe. But Cindy never talked about wanting her mom to date. Cindy just wanted her mom to get to like, take a nap occasionally. So like, I maybe, but I didn't feel like that was um, subtext even. I'm like, maybe like that could be your head cannon. No, I just, I don't know why. I just thought that would be kind of nice. Oh, I think it would be nice, too. I just, I don't think it was, like, the plan. No. I don't think it was the plan in any way, shape, or form. I just would be totally here for it if that's actually the route we went. I would be here for it. Grinch needs some love. (laughs) Although the love story was weird in the one before. He's a different kind of thing than they are. Yeah, he's a completely different, like... Uh, it's like so strange but the biggest question I had the real yeah. question here is what is the situation with Santa yeah, why does he never show up why is he never shown is Santa real in this universe or is he just like uh, you know like the Easter Bunny or like the Tooth Fairy or whatever I would argue that in the original book and the 66 and the 2018 Santa is not real I think I Santa think is, is explicitly not real. Yeah. Uh, but low key, the Jim Carrey version. Um, 
he is. Like they they say that he is or that they have to wait for him or he's gone already. Like they make I can't remember what it was because I was like so mad. I was watching that movie, but there's so, um, they mention at some point that about Santa, like that Santa factors into the plan or appears like they imply that Santa's real, but they really strongly imply that he's not real. In the 2018. In the 2018 one. Yeah, that's why I was asking, like, why it go it flip-flops really hard back and forth, like what is and what is not real. Well, I think it makes sense because it's like Cindy has this whole plan and she's like, I'm gonna go to the North Pole, and her mom's like, Okay, it's gonna be about a month. Like, well, like it's she's like entertaining the whole Santa thing. Like it's yeah. very clearly like no one expects Santa to be a real thing. And she's like, I'm going to write my letter to him and I have a plan and I'm going to catch him. And everyone's like, okay, like all kids do that. Right. And then the fun part of that story is Santa does show up, but it's the Grinch. And I think the whole thing is that the Grinch uses like in the 2018, we see him look at like, what is Christmas lore? What is Christmas? Because he doesn't understand because he never celebrated, even though he lived in fucking Whoville. Like, what did they? Those kids in the orphanage are like kept captive. They kind of are. Terrible place. Fuck the orphanarium. (laughs) 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 But like, but so he's like looking at it. He's like, ah, Santa. I see. This is what I'll do. Like, this is the lore. This is what kids expect to happen. So if I get caught in the house, I'm just Santa. It's fine. That's, yeah. I think, implicitly the plan in the original one, too. That, like, I'm just gonna, I'm going to dress up like St. Nick. No one will know the difference, but there's not supposed to be Santa. But in the 2001, I think there is, but it doesn't end up mattering. But it's weird. Like, you expect in a movie like this for Santa to do a flyover, right? Yeah. Or in a story like this. That or, they like, would to be end like, oh, like that. Yeah. Santa was there all along. But if that was true, then Christmas would be about stuff. that actually is a very good point i didn't even think of that until right now right like if there's a santa like god damn it okay yeah that's fair right i have to give you that one yeah then what's the true meaning of christmas if santa just flies it like if yeah (laughs) like that would have been like um because he's still like a nightmare before christmas because yeah but that's because we know Right, obviously. Obviously, that's the point of that movie. But it's like Jack Skellington, um, you know, rescues Christmas, but then, or fucks Christmas, and then Santa fixes it. Has right? to fix it all, yeah. So, like, if that were what we were doing here, then Santa would have had to fix what the Grinch did, which would mean the meaning of Christmas isn't the meaning of Christmas. So, yeah. no Santa. Sorry, gang. <laughs> no santa in your seuss yeah do we have sucks. anything else that we haven't kind of gone over i do not i do now that i'm thinking about that like i can't believe i didn't get her in that what do you rate all of these how do you how do you feel how do you want to do that i really don't know how you're supposed to rate these because if we're doing it like one at a time each other yeah uh at the very bottom of my list is gonna be 66 and the only reason for that is because it's the basic story there's nowhere to go right fair number two is obviously going to be 2000 
it just there's so many problems that I have with it. It has a legitimate villain. He's a fucking asshole. Um, but it is still extremely funny. And I do love all of the like jokes in there. <laughs> like the, he talks to himself. He makes fun of them rhyming. Like, <laughs> yeah, that he had some really good lines in that. It was funny. Yeah. Um, but number one definitely has to be, I think just story-wise, if nothing else, just story-wise, the best story is 2018's. I just yep. like how in-depth it got into what it actually was like for the Grinch and, you know, how he grew and that this was all about, like, some. it wasn't about the consumerism side of things. We've been over that a hundred times. It, it just, I, it was just so much better for me. And it was way funnier. Yeah, it was. I agree that 2018's was the best. I would put the 66 in the middle and the 2000 at the bottom, kill it with fire. I kind of figured that was coming. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it, it, but for all the, the reasons I said before, like there's a lot of value in that. Like it's not devoid of value for no. uh, the, the, of the Jim Carrey films. Of the Jim Carrey movies. Yeah. Totally <laughs> devoid of value. This one is not. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was, it's the aesthetic that was the problem. I think yeah. you could try to do a pretty similar thing in animation and have it work. It just was like so horrible to look at that. And it was just like, and then there's like people acting and it's like, Oh God, all of this is so bad except Jim Carrey. And also God help me. If the good part is Jim Carrey. Yeah. So that definitely sits at the bottom. I like the old school one is like, is fun and gives you the feels and it's nice. But the 2018 is for sure. Like that's getting added to my regular rotation. I'm oh yeah, definitely. Glad, uh, I'm glad I didn't see it when it came out. I wasn't ready. Yeah, but I'm ready now. Were. I wish I'd seen it a couple of years ago, though. No, like that's the fair. Pandemic. Yeah, yeah. But I really like it. I will watch it again, probably this Christmas. Like I liked that movie a lot. Yeah, and I, I am probably. Gonna I love Doctor Seuss. Yeah, and also Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, which is the best. I just Christmas watched that the other night. Oh, love it. My niece just watched it the other night. I got Fuck pictures. yeah, she did. Let's go. No, she's getting all the good good family traditions. Um, um all right. Take let me us pull out of the calendar cuz I don't know how I'm supposed to be taking this out of here right now. Yeah, we didn't fill in that part. <laughs> <clears throat> Not even that. Um So guys, oh, this yeah. is going to be our last episode of 2022. Uh, we will have a very special um, Christmas gift episode uh, for the Patreon. So be sure to check that out. I think it's going to be Scott being like really nice and maybe. And Lindsay not, not nice. being nice in any way, shape, or form. I think yeah. that's no, what's going to happen. Yeah, I 100% expect that to happen. <laughs> Lindsay's coming as the Grinch for her New Year special, yeah. I think. I but totally in a hilarious, hilarious way where Scott's <laughs> anyway, we're gonna have a fun little special New Year's uh thing that we're gonna do. So look forward to us getting drunk and it'll be a little surprise. So tune in around the new year for that. Yep, absolutely. But because this is the last episode of the year, um, as always, guys, thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you so much for helping us get to six thousand downloads. Uh, it's phenomenal. We love you all. We hope you guys have a wonderful holiday. Have a great new year. Um, you know, please be sure to to subscribe wherever you guys listen to podcasts um, and all of our social media. You can find them all at the bottom of the 
uh, episode descriptions. Uh, follow us on the Patreon if you want to support us. We have awesome shit going on over there, like special quiz show, Rewind the Timeline. We do post all of our show notes to the episodes as well. Um, make sure you check it out for the timeline goodies, uh, as well as requesting our uh, movies for Request a Timeline. And as always, guys, stay nerdy. Stay nerdy.